0: It's a podcast Nathan Miller
1: What's up? It's ASAP Onion Ring A.K.A. Cutter
2: Hey, it's Devin
1: Hey, it's your host
3: Poe Hey,
1: it's
3: Warren Alrighty, guys How you been?
1: How you been? It's been a while It's been a while
3: We kind of missed last week To be fair, we recorded the episode And I was editing it But it stopped recording halfway through It's It's
1: not my fault It's not
3: your fault
4: so we were recording a person, and we had a camera, and we had they had a nice camera set up, and it had a nice mic on it, so we were using the camera mic and everything, and we had all that, and they Fuck were like...
3: Uh, Miller! <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god. That's, that's fine. <laughs> we're bleeping that out. I died on kicking Kikameleon! <laughs> okay. All and right. We,
4: we had it, whatever, and they were like, hey, the battery's kind of low, hopefully we can get through this, and I was like parker why don't you just plug that in and and record at the same time And he was like eh, i don't want it it'll be fine like, whatever we get into it and we record for like an hour and at some point like 20 minutes in if that i go hey did the camera just shut off i saw the light shut off behind it because like it was dark under it and you could see like where the stuff was and i was like it looks like it just shut off and and both parkers were like no, it looks fine. I was like, <laughs> what the f***? And it was not fine. By the
3: way, I did some research.
4: Cursing!
3: I... I did some research, and uh, the A7 III has a 30-minute recording limit. Oh, Before you have to restart no. So that's so we... what happened.
4: Was that what happened?
3: Okay. Yeah. The camera that I'm going to get won't have that. It'll be unlimited, so we'll be able to use that.
1: That's why I, That's why Parker's we not should here.
3: We just also. use
0: a different mic and a GoPro.
1: We send them to the gallows. No, GoPros are
3: terrible. Yeah,
0: Parker quit the podcast and then they send them to the gallows. Hell yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. So, awesome.
3: It's great. We got our guest here, Nathan Miller. Yeah, buddy. Okay, cool. So, some basic uh, stuff. We're on Apple Podcasts. So, if you guys want to check us out on Apple Podcasts, that'd be fantastic. iTunes just hates podcast. Um, Same with Spotify, which is great because that's mainly what I use for my podcasts Mm -hmm. besides YouTube. So, that's pretty swanky. Yeah. Um. So let's get into our first topic. Let's talk about exclusives. Kind of a ah, hot button it. issue. I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh my
3: god. Just uh, <laughs> just kind of a hot button issue right now with Borderlands oh, Three being an Epic State Game Store timed exclusive. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like timed exclusives specifically have been pretty touchy over the, like the past at least this generation uh, for consoles anyway. So, I just wanted to get uh, your guys' thoughts. What are your favorite exclusive games? Uh, Cutter, why don't you shoot us off? Me? Uh, yeah. Cutter?
0: Cutter. Wait, who did you say? Oh, Cutter. 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 Yeah. I, Miller.
1: I don't know. Even when I had, like, PS4, I never really played exclusives, quote-unquote. But if I was going to have to pick an exclusive, even though it's not an exclusive technically, I'd probably pick C.
0: He'd probably pick Kid Chameleon because it's the only pick game I what? play.
1: CS:GO. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, I mean, no, it's, it's um, really
1: it is. came out on the Xbox forever ago, yeah. but it's never been updated.
3: That's understandable. I don't know
1: if you can call it an exclusive, quote unquote. But
3: I, anyways, I don't think he could. But that's all right. It would be it would be a, a game store exclusive. It'd be an, um, a Steam exclusive. Yeah, you could hmm. argue that. What yeah. about you, Devin?
2: Are we talking about any ever?
3: Yeah, any ever exclusive.
2: It could be back from friggin' 1984 or whatever. Okay. Um, I think probably, well, there are a lot of exclusive games, but probably the one that sticks out the most would probably be The Last of Us from Naughty Dog. That's 22. legit. I forgot dude. about The Last of Us. I The Last
3: the of Last Us of is us. very good. The Last of Us is so good. That Speaking game... of The
1: Last of Us, they just finished like doing all the mocap for the.
3: Yes, yeah. I'm Sad. stoked, dude. That game's gonna make me buy a PS5. That's the only reason yeah, to be flat out. It's so good. The first one, I took a long time to play. Like I just got a PS4 in November. And I played it then, and within the first 15 minutes, I cried because of that intro, man. Yeah, the
2: intro. What really a good. beautiful intro, and what a just really perfect game. Yeah, it sucks, but it's awesome. I yeah, it, right. right?
0: My goodness,
1: my
2: goodness. I'm not
0: so, not trying to break the attitude, and I can talk a little bit about The Last of Us here in a bit, but I just high-scored on Kick Chameleon. I'm sorry. Nice. So, oh yeah. <laughs> just, uh, just real quick, I just beat my high-score on Kick Chameleon, and I'm the best. So, back to Good the last. Good job. So, Good job. You're better Golden than rush. you. So, uh, what I'm are your thoughts on myself. the last <laughs> then? Good job. <laughs> well, I think that... Uh It was definitely like a stage setting game that there was definitely like <clears throat> like game games that obviously came out before it and games that obviously came out after it like it was a huge influence on the game industry in general um i own, I have barely played it i 've played through the intro and then there 's that one part where you fall into the pit and you have to use the board or whatever to get out and that 's where I stopped so i don't wow, know. Rough. yeah it that 's like the first mission, so i don 't really know that much about the game, so you should fix that. It's
3: honestly fabulous. I even played the DLC, and the DLC is really really good too.
0: I could play my brother's PS3. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. (laughs) You want to
4: borrow my PS4?
2: I played that game again last year, sometime (laughs) a couple times.
3: (laughs) That's I haven't replayed it, but it's still so fresh in my mind just from when I played it. It's so good. I couldn't. I think I beat it in a weekend
2: because I played it so much. I I beat it the first night. I got it. Nice. I, was, I went pretty ham on that. You you did the Fortnite, you got it? Yep, pretty much. Oh. In the first couple of weeks,
1: yeah.
2: Swanky.
3: So, Miller, what is
2: your favorite exclusive
3: game? Or games, whatever. Uh, we're, we're inclusive here.
0: Well, I'm not entirely sure if this is an exclusive. So, let me look first, because I don't think it is. That's not of my is business um, I don't think The Forest is exclusive anymore. The, the forest for, no, or no for not else, anymore when that was and like right after it had come out before like the plot and stuff was released because i'm not a big fan of the plot in my opinion um but before that when it was just like survival against the cannibals and like when they were still developing it in its early access uh i would have to say that that was probably one of my favorites other than that I'd probably have to say Rust
3: just because hmm, interesting
0: cuz I think it was a like one of the first like true survival versus other people games and I think that it was really influential especially in the development of Ark and um games like that.
3: That's that's legit. Rust was yeah. one of those stage setter games back in the day. Yeah. Personally, I'm a bigger f- I like other games over it, but I respect it for what it did for the industry. Yeah. As far as the forest, I've never played it. I've saw some game footage. I think it's on the Switch now as well, which is kind of interesting. Everything's getting on the Switch, which is mm-hmm. awesome. But uh, get a Switch.
2: It looked interesting. Yeah, get a Switch. Honestly, they're honestly trying make to. It they're, a kind
0: of, they're kind of trying to switch it up a little bit.
2: That's right. That's what I was trying but to get um, at. I was not advertising. That's wonderful. That's absolutely wonderful.
3: Already, Warren. Go ahead. Yeah, okay,
4: I got a couple. Keeping in line with the whole switch thing, uh, I'll lead into that into, into a second.
2: My I don't first know. I one. I think we
4: should switch it up a little bit. Yeah, Ooh. can we switch it up? Yeah, maybe we'll see. We'll see. Um, first one is going to have to be Persona Five, PS4 exclusive, and I don't know if nice. any of you have played it or not. Nope. But I I'm plan on playing it am just seeing stuff about it. Looks interesting. It
0: sounds like an anime game. It is. It is, a, it is. it is an anime, is an anime
4: game. Surprise! Surprise! The <laughs> only it is one of the few turn-based games that I have very, very much so enjoyed. It is just all around, in my opinion, one of the best games ever made. It's.
2: I've heard there's a lot of did content you say it was in an anime it. Anime game.
4: Yeah, I'm like halfway through the game, and I'm about 70 hours in. Shoot. Um, and
0: I, I haven't. That's seventy it. continuous hours for the audience. Mm-hmm. He's play. He's been playing that for almost three days straight. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I stopped
4: playing it a couple months ago, and I'm going to wait right now because they're releasing Persona Five Royale or something like that. And it's they're just it's kind of like a Game Gear esque uh, edition type okay. thing. They're releasing me, it on Switch. How are
3: Please. they putting a battle royale in Persona Five? No, no, no,
0: no. It's not a battle royale. No, it's not it's a just, battle royale. It's a royale with cheese. No. <laughs> That's.
3: Not, not exactly. What?
0: What? You we guys just, never seen
1: Pulp Fiction?
0: Royale. No. Royale. Geez. I've never seen... What did, hey, Cutter, what do they call a Whopper?
1: I don't know. I didn't go to Burger King. <laughs> Sorry.
4: Um. Anyway. Yeah, they're, they're releasing it on Switch here soon. And I'm going to wait and pick it
3: up again on that. Yeah, um, I saw that. I'm super... That's. I'm going to get that. I'd prefer it on the Switch over the PS4.
4: Uh, yeah, because what they're doing with it is they're releasing it on the Switch the entire game, plus an extra dungeon. Ooh. So it, and the dungeons in that game, uh, the first dungeon is 20 hours. So Seriously? For reference there, yeah.
3: That's, that's a good amount of content right there. It, and then Joker's ex- coming to Smash Bros, correct? He already is, and I'm going to oh, get okay. Smash Bros for it.
1: Just Worth because it. Smash Bros yeah. just in general. Is Joker sort of a character from Persona? No, Joker is the character from Batman. He's from Persona 5. Okay, I didn't know. Well, I was confused. I didn't know if it was... I um, believe he's the main character, is is he not?
4: Yeah, he's the
3: guy you play as. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool.
4: Yes. All right, and then my second one is one of my favorite series, not just individual games, Uncharted.
1: Yes. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about Uncharted, too. I'm
4: stupid, bro. I got my ps4 with two games um I, I got it with excuse me the last of us remastered and Very then nice mm-hmm, and then the nathan drake collection and i played the last That's four of us games technically first i mean yeah I, yeah technically you're right and then i started playing through uh all of the uncharted i would play i played one i played through one and i waited a couple of days and i played two all the way through and i waited a couple of days i played three I waited a couple of days, and then that was the release date of four. It timed out perfectly for me. Nice, and it was wonderful. And I cried at the end of, end of Thor four. Not uh. bad, but just like happy ending. Everything's great.
0: Beautiful, beautiful yeah. games. You Fun. know I love happy endings.
4: Hell yeah, that's
1: not bad.
3: Yo, I haven't played the only Uncharted game that I've played is Golden Abyss on the PS Vita. I haven't played that one. Um, it's really good. It's honestly like one of the top three best games in the vita i mean there's really only three good games but Mm -hmm. um it was really really good uh i have the uncharted collection and i'm very excited to start playing it it's i kind of have a huge backlog though so it's gonna it might be a little bit while it's kind of lower on my priority list Mm -hmm. Swanky. so that means it's my turn yeah well you see i have a I have a lot, but I'm just going to like bring it down to two or three. So first of all, Halo 100% is my absolute favorite franchise. Uh, Just I've been playing it since the first Xbox came out. Halo one. I would watch it all the time. I'd play it all the time. The flood was the weirdest shit ever. It's just (laughs) a, it's such a good game series. The Mm -hmm. story's awesome. The gameplay's perfect. And like, Playing arenas and playing uh Slayer and Shotgun Slayer on Wizards. It's just so good. It's can so I, good.
4: Can I talk about something with Halo real quick? Absolutely. Um, so I was talking to Creech about this the yeah. other day.
3: Uh mm-hmm.
4: and he he doesn't know anything about this, and I'm not terribly familiar with it. So like my my Halo experience was Reach and then four. Reach was okay. amazing. Reach was a, a Reach great is definitely game. one of the best like, ones. My childhood it's so good. Um, but from what I know so this is speaking from what I know not necessarily personal experience Halo is basically responsible for like community map stuff and mad mad respect to them like that because their system for that was incredible because from what I know Halo 3 has like one of the best community map like pools like
3: absolutely in in
4: creation systems and everything uh, like out there and that it it set the precedent for all of that. So like when you're playing Black Ops 3 Zombies or whatever and you download a map on that, that goes back to like first started by Halo 3 and like Mm -hmm. that's just one example and I know there are tons and tons of them like Gmod, everything like that and that that all comes from Halo and fantastic. like I love those.
3: Halo, I think and maybe this is just coming from a a biased standpoint because I love it so much but I think Halo is one of like the industry foundation games right yeah kinda. like you could argue that about a couple other games like Mario's probably an interest definitely an industry's foundation game for platformers yeah i would say halo is for shooters Hmm. i would say i don't know what would be for open worlds probably, probably minecraft minecraft is probably more, more like for skyrim. survival skyrim is probably like the industry leader for open world stuff Oh, Minecraft came um, out. That's, yeah, I, mean, I don't
0: think Skyrim is a good industry leader for open worlds because I, there were tons of popular open world games that came out, like, long before Skyrim. Like well, there any, were of, tons any of,
1: popular
0: of the other fucking Elder
1: Scrolls to
3: be, games. To be fair, I, there were tons of pop, Maybe not Skyrim in specific, but Elder, Elder Scroll yes,
0: games. Yes, Elder Scrolls was absolutely because they had... Like, they were some of the earliest online open world games that were I'm, not sold. If before.
1: I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure The Elder Final Scrolls 2 has the biggest open world map of all time. Daggerfall
0: still. has the largest open world map ever. Yeah. Even in
1: 2019. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy to think about. Uh,
2: Skyrim, it's the size of Australia, isn't it?
0: It's like roughly walk. the size of Europe.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah that's that's t- it would take you weeks of walking straight mm-hmm. in reality. That's awesome. Uh, I checked. Minecraft came it's out two
4: and a half ridiculous.
3: years before uh, Skyrim. Minecraft isn't really an open world game, though.
4: Yes, it. Uh, oh, yeah. It is. Minecraft acting. has
3: an open world, but it's that's not like it's the deal. Li- it's
0: with The definition it. of an open world game. Yeah.
3: The deal. The deal with uh, Elder Scrolls is the open world, all the missions, and RPG aspects. Real quick. Minecraft's more of a survival open world. It's I mean, how hard it is it to survive in anymore?
2: Minecraft? I don't know. I don't play it. Yeah, I was very say, I've hard. never
4: played Minecraft,
2: especially not anymore. I haven't
3: Mine. played Minecraft since I was like twelve.
0: Yeah, the initial development was survival, but like at, after like the first in-game week, survival was like not a challenge anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was I don't care about the creative aspects, though. Like what, what is the fun of Minecraft?
3: Like, t- like, just from a person who doesn't really find the fun in it, what is the fun
2: of Minecraft? Probably optimizing everything well, you have. Yeah. Like, I, th- I,
1: think, I think the creativity it, is a big part of it. Yeah. I think it, that, I don't if can You can do whatever you want
3: building your own house and see that's I... probably why i don't like it because i don't like the creativity
0: stuff of i it. think i think what a big element of it was and i think this is reflected through the soundtrack and through sort of like the Absolutely. really the peaceful soundtrack. yeah the really peaceful atmosphere of the game it wasn't so much about building your stuff and trying to survive as long as you can like other games like day z h1z1 and other like zombie survival games uh and there's also like a lot of fantasy elements with like dragons and withers and skeletons and things like that So, I think what the main idea of it was, was the concept that you could, like, forge your own path in life. And that you could do whatever whatever you wanted. And it was intended to be, like, a really introspective game. And I think that that gave a lot of the people, because uh, I think it's very plain to say that Minecraft was not, like, a lot of the Minecraft fan base isn't necessarily the cool kids at school, and I think that they get some of that wish validation by playing Minecraft and by forging their own path, where they can be, like create their own destiny.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Bam. Yeah, yeah, They're you're well
3: right.
4: Said. Cool. Um, one thing uh, I've always hated is that there's kind of like a, a thing on the internet, like you're saying, like the people, the kids who play Minecraft aren't necessarily like the coolest kids, school or whatever. There's like always this niche on the internet that, or maybe not necessarily now, but like these people who wanted to hate on Minecraft and like making fun of people playing Minecraft. And I think it's absolutely ridiculous that anyone would target, uh, like attacking something that encourages kids and their own creativity and doing what they want.
3: And the
1: well, the same people that hate on Minecraft all the time are the same people that buy FIFA every year or Two
0: K. As
3: as a person who hates Minecraft, I can give my thoughts on that. Mm -hmm. So first, I think it's phenomenal for kids. Yeah. First of all, I'm just a big advocate for video games in general. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, the fact that some schools are allowing Minecraft for, like, recess stuff and stuff like that, just, like, building their creative patterns in their brain, like, I think Mm -hmm. that's great, 100%. But as an 18-year-old guy, I find it mind-numbingly boring. Mm, Definitely now it's a lot harder to get into, and you had to get
4: into it when you were a kid. I will. I can say without a doubt that Minecraft is the game that I have the most amount of hours in out of every game. Just taking all my hours on, like when I was a kid on Xbox, coming home and playing it, and then moving it over to PC and on my phone
3: and Mine all that kind for of For sure, is Borderlands too. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's. I don't know. It's never really interesting. The thing I struggle with about it is. I can't get my mind out of the fact that I view it as a survival game. And when I want to play a survival game, not only do I want challenge, but I want survival. I do not see Minecraft as a survival game. See, it I'm stuck be- in that mentality because the mm-hmm. only time I've ever played it was that. And I, I never got into the creative yeah. mode. I didn't like that stuff. I I liked the survival aspect of it. But then, like he was saying earlier, after a week, it's not really that difficult. Difficult. Mm-hmm. Where something like Seven Days to Die every week, it gets progressively more challenging.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, and and I
0: think, uh, like, another thing, like, going in, this is kind of jumping back a little bit with, like, making fun of, uh, sort of, like, more niche hobbies, like playing Minecraft and video games and comic books. I think that that all kind of stemmed out of people not really being included in that sort of thing. And I think it was very. Uh, I think that right there can stem from one single game, and it's three words, Dungeons & Dragons. People who were not involved in Dungeons & Dragons had more of a tendency to view it as kind of this odd, esoteric sort of game, and I think that's where like a lot of the Satanic Panic stuff came out of in the 1980s and yeah. the early 90s. And I think that people not just not being exposed to that sort of thing and not finding a way for it to help be a cathartic experience for them has helped to stem and create that sort of stigma because That's a lot of the time with like dungeons and dragons gameplay, it would be, you would be like 10 or especially back in like the seventies and eighties before things like critical role and things like books and actual media about it. Uh, it would be you'd be 10 or 11 and you would have some older brother or one of your friends would have an older cousin who knew about it and one day you would play with them and so it was it was a really really hard thing to get into and it was just completely by chance that you would get into it mm-hmm. so yeah
3: that's i have two things to say about D, by the way so first of all i think everyone who plays D is way cooler than me because like you said i'm that outsider i don't really know anything about it 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 To me, it just looks cool. That's the same with Magic. I think it's just cool. Uh, But, actually, one of my pastors, who, he's like, upper-end 50s, used to play D&D back in the day. Hell yeah. Like, Pen and paper D&D, he was said. I don't know what that means, really, because I don't know anything about it. All d- I mean, all D&D even even modern-day oh, D&D,
0: okay. like, even with the invention of D&D Beyond, and I have a lot to say about D&D Beyond and myself, <laughs> um, I have some mixed feelings regarding D&D Beyond. But uh, even with, like, modern-day and d is almost exclusively play- played with, you get your books, like, physical actual books you can find pdfs online but it's kind of frowned upon and it's a lot less organized you get actual physical books which are really expensive let me tell you oh, actual yeah. physical books and you get actual pens and actual paper and it's literally all on your head and that's mm-hmm. that's one of the things I love about it.
4: One of the fun things with the ND d what I like to do which we, we don't do a lot I've done it once is buying blank miniatures and painting them and creating a physical version of this character that you have in your mind and like putting this little miniature out on the table and like showing everyone this is the person i've envisioned for myself and this is the character i wanted to create
0: yeah Um, and going on like going on that train uh on that train of thought i think something else that's actually been really interesting um i just created a a character for another campaign that hasn't really panned out yet we're still looking for people to play and looking for times to play and instead of creating a miniature or creating like Minecraft skins for that character, I've actually commissioned a drawing of this character, and that's been amazing to see how it's developing. Because yeah. the artist still isn't done with it, but it looks amazing just to see how she's doing it. And how I'm not
1: amazing. a big D and D fan; like, I hate it.
0: And but you know, you I do think Nathan's character should. is. I, I just don't like it. You should show me that sometime. I'm super. It's really that. cool. Is there any that's way awesome. we can see it on the podcast at all? yeah if you send me an image yeah I will Come send on. you an image um I'll send you the first one I'm sending you is uh the it was like a rough sketch that she did just to get like envisioned because I just told her this is kind of what he looks like he's sort of tall and kind of lanky he has blah. like i would, i told her all of these things and um who you just want to do you just want me to send you to send you it on Facebook do or... we know this person who's yeah that's fine yeah yes. um works at heavy I'll link her name out by the way
3: um
0: but I also had her um I had her draw this character's sister and that's also coming along really well so I'll send those in as well I might have have have
4: her draw Mara she
0: gave me like some rough sketches and now she just started like actually filling in some of the some of the blanks and some of the finer details and they look amazing they look so good
3: so just on Facebook right Parker yeah just send me on Facebook alright awesome um so that was a fabulous fabulous off trail like uh, very enjoyed that
4: before we leave this i want to say one mm-hmm. thing too I-, I wanted to go back to minecraft i i know we've talked about it a lot but um i, I have a couple more things i want to say about that just for the sake of earlier i want to say when i was talking about persona 5 and praising the hell out of that yes it's still a good game but i want to like track my statement real quick that i think persona 5 is one of the best games ever made and i Almost want to say Minecraft is one of the best games ever made, especially back in time. I'm not necessarily now. Kind of crazy, and I don't know what the hell is going on anymore.
1: Well, I feel like Minecraft hit a, as someone who has like thousands upon thousands of hours in Minecraft, too. it really hit a rough patch there for a while, especially mm-hmm. when Mojang sold it to Microsoft. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Microsoft really didn't listen to what the community wanted, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's where a lot of the hate has come from recently. But they've really got back on track with, like, the oh, 1.13 yeah. Aquatic update. Just It's amazing. Updating stuff that should have been updated a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, even well, then, as, like, 14-year-old Cutter would have been just as happy as an 18-year-old Cutter. Mm-hmm. You know, it's such it brings such a diverse new element to the game that it really brings people back.
4: Mm-hmm. And wh- another thing, too, uh, we were talking about it being, like, a survival game and how well, we don't really think, or I don't really, at least I don't really feel it's much of a survival game. Where Minecraft really starts to shine is in, like, servers and multiplayer is incredible in that game. I I was praising the Halo uh, community maps and stuff for that. Minecraft also has incredible, incredible community creations and stuff. People who put hundreds and hundreds and thousands of hours into their servers and making these mini-games and doing crazy things. Redstone and plugins and mods and all this shit. And even, like, all that stuff's, like, kind of... uh, like on larger scales and on smaller scales there's simple things like we do the like once a month or once every other month we will for a couple of weeks just start up a Minecraft server and build a little community with like our own houses and stuff and, right? and Simon always ends up building a shop or something like that and it's awesome I, I love those like some uh, <coughs> just some great time spent doing yeah.
1: that yeah I fun. think again, I think that's a, one of the good things about Minecraft you don't have to be Super skilled with stuff to have fun. Mm-hmm. I've had Minecraft since 2011, and I still don't know how Redstone works. After. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I still like, have a, like, so much fun just building my own stuff and like
0: exactly
1: you know that rush you feel when you get diamonds for the first time or whatever.
0: It, I mean, it's all it, about the user story. Yeah, yeah, and like looking at creating towns and stuff like that, you can really see like the wish fulfillment thing that I was talking about earlier, where like every single person decides on something that they want to do in the town like Simon always builds a shop or then there's somebody who always mm-hmm. builds like a huge mansion and it just it really helps to show like what that person is missing out of life not that everybody transfers like cathartic experiences into minecraft but it's really interesting to see like how that has influenced the person underneath
4: yeah i want to kind of expand off that and get a little deeper cuz i kind of just made me realize something about kind of about myself one one of the important things in life for me is like friendship and stuff and i was thinking about like you're saying everyone has their own thing that they do the thing that i try and do is kind of form a little community and like put roads and they're connecting all our houses and like little streams and stuff and like light like lampposts just making our area look nice and make us all feel connected in this awesome area and i think that kind of just shines on the like what i like as a person so i like that you said that and it made me think of that legit
3: yeah. some minecraft guys check it yeah. out this is hot game out here we're the world. yeah i it's mean
0: still god it's I, love it, so I, mean,
4: like,
3: I love minecraft it's it's so much so i yeah, can honestly I mean, minecraft, say i hate minecraft
0: yeah <laughs> minecraft it's honestly i mean it's sort of a smaller thing so you might not be able to find it out there i, I mean i don't know yeah we're like the only six
1: people who play it if you google yeah. it you I might mean, get lucky
0: i mean just check steam might be on Steam. Yeah. Might be on the <laughs> Epi-
1: I wouldn't be surprised if Minecraft came to the Epic Store. Sometime. I bet it's on the Epic <laughs> yeah. Store. It's on the Speaking Epic Store. Speaking of which,
3: that leads us beautifully back into our previous conversation that we were having,
0: mm-hmm. which
3: was, that this was a fabulous road trip that we just took on I with our minds, that. but yeah, that was good. So, we talked a little bit about exclusive games what are your thoughts on timed exclusive games such as the upcoming Borderlands 3, Stoked! Or something like Rise of the Tomb Raider where it was timed exclusive on Xbox for six months and then later came out on the PS4.
4: Um, Can I go first? Yep, go ahead. Okay. What I want to say is when it comes to timed exclusives, I'm I'm fine with it to an extent because if you remember back to like uh, five, six years ago when Call of Duty's were coming out when they were
1: Yeah, I was going to mention that. What they would do
4: is like, it would release, like, a week or two early on, like, PlayStation or Xbox. Or something. Yeah. Maybe it was a, a month or something.
1: D- DLC has come out a month early on PlayStation. Yeah, that whole yeah, first, games. it was Xbox. Uh, I,
4: did the act- I can't remember. Did the actual game release a little bit early, too? No, it's. It I'm pretty DLC? sure it's
1: just DLCs. Okay. Betas are early on PS4 now, oh, too. I, I was... If I'm correct on the statement. Yeah, I think I am. Though. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, I, I thought it was, like, the game was, but, like, I guess with just the DLC stuff... I think that's kind of fine when it's, like, a week or two, like, just, like, showing favor to one console, like, every other year. It's like, one year they'll do PlayStation, one year they'll do Xbox, or whatever, whoever spawns the game more, and whoever gets to that, or whatever. And especially with, the, I like the DLC thing of that too, because, like, yes, one console is getting it first, but by the time it reaches the other console, like, the after two weeks later, or whatever, they're gonna have all the bugs worked out, or whatever, and they're gonna get a better version of that.
3: Um... So, um... Real quick thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. As a console, primarily console player, and as an old Call of Duty player, I hated it. So, in the Xbox 360, PS3 era, it would come out on, like, Xbox 360 was favored. And then they switched to PS4 after, I think, Ghosts or something like that. Yeah. Um,
1: I hated it. I think that's because much. of optimization. I mean, you if know, you look back at the launch of, like, of the Xbox One, well, if you look back at like the launch of the Xbox One, the launch of the PS4, I think the PS4's customer service was a lot more streamlined. I, I would I really disagree with that. that.
3: Xbox just had a terrible marketing team back then. It's just also absolutely true. terrible. Also very true. Uh, So PS4 was more popular back then because of all the mistakes Xbox made, which we can rehash that sometime in another podcast. That's a lot to unravel. Mm -hmm. But uh, PS4, after the failure of Xbox One at first, PS4 had the more popularity, so they were able to put in the money deal. It's not necessarily about optimization. It's about money and marketing. And PS4 had the money. They had the marketing, so they took it. Yeah. And I it pissed me off so much. Because it was it's now like a month, it's not even a week. Like DLC comes out a month earlier on PS4. And that would annoy me so much because I bought the season pass, I pre ordered it, I got everything early, I fronted so much money, and then I still have to wait a month to get the better maps after I've already completely drained the others. I hated it.
4: Yeah. I, I get that there's that thing, but uh, what I want to go back to is, I personally think it's fine when it's that two weeks, three weeks, maybe a month at the most. But once you start getting past that, for instance, Borderlands Three, it's gonna, it's only going to be available on the Epic Store for the first like six months or something. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm not the most excited in the world for Borderlands Three, but I, I feel that limiting a AAA game of that size to just one platform, or, or wait, is it coming out on console and PC? And so. Yep,
3: it'll come out of console the same time. Oh, it's okay. just it I'm, won't yeah. be on Steam.
4: That's fine. I that, I don't hate it as much. I thought it was going to be like limiting like.
3: I very Epic much. Store. I very much disagree with that. The reason being, so a big thing about Borderlands is the multiplayer. The co-op is crazy fun. Yeah. And the Epic Store co-op like user features are terrible. Mm-hmm. Voice chat is terrible. They, I don't even think they're, there's text chat, is there?
1: From what I've heard, their customer service is also really, really bad. Their customer service is terrible. Yeah.
3: But the thing is, is all of the sales that Borderlands 3 is going to lose because of this, because people are going to get pissed, doesn't matter, because Epic's just threw a crap ton of Fortnite money at them, and they're still going to come out on top. Yeah. And even then, it's Borderlands, of course people are going to buy it when it comes out on Steam. Me, one personally, thing, I'm going to get it on Xbox One because screw the Epic Games Store.
4: One thing real quick is uh, I want to ask you uh, w- once again to say, like, why screw the Epic Games Store? But uh, w- people are kind of freaking out, and I don't know if this is just, like, pre- Parker Creech, uh, he was on the last podcast. Uh, he has a, a big issue that pisses me off. I've told him this. You can't hate the Epic Store because they have Fortnite. Just like, I hate Fortnite, fuck Fortnite. Epic Store has Fortnite, Epic Store is getting Borderlands, fuck Epic Store. I'm not giving them their money so they can put it into Fortnite, that kind of shit. I. I that's super I, biased and super... I agree with you. ...and fucked, and I hate that. So I uh, think that's...
3: So... Yeah, that shouldn't be way you think about, stuff. Mm-hmm. I agree. I don't think you... It's like, if someone just completely hated Half-Life... And they were like, I don't like Half-Life. I don't want that to go towards Half-Life 3 or whatever. I'm not going to ever use the Steam store. Screw Steam. I think that's a flawed way to think. I think there's... <laughs> the Epic's Games Store proves for itself why it's a terrible flat platform to buy games on. So you don't need to put mm-hmm. the Fortnite argument in there.
4: I, I will say, well, granted their UI isn't the best and stuff. Their store, and they're actually like uh, I'm I'm launching it for myself right now just to keep through it and scroll through it. The stuff that they're doing isn't awful. Like they have a good selection on here. Like like for what it all is the games much. are
3: fine. That's yeah. I'm not even I don't care about um, that. They, I would I buy my games off of Green Man.
4: I have Slime Rancher and Subnautica both for free because the Epic Game Store is they're 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 just giving away games for free. Like if you just click flame at some point, like you get free games, and I I dig that. I haven't seen. I dig that, that too
1: do that ever steam
3: like, D, steam does that a lot mm-hmm. they do i got killers um, dead for free on steam and that is one of my favorite action games of all time
4: yeah they do, but, i forgot
3: um the th- my problem with the epics game store isn't even the store itself like cool you get games for cheaper they give a lot of games out for free i don't care about fortnite big freaking deal yeah my problem is a they're creating a lot of hate for themselves and showing how anti-consumer they are by doing these uh timed exclusive stuff like with yeah. Metro, like with Borderlands 3. I think if you're trying to make a new platform and prove how much better you are than Steam, you don't do that by taking away consumer choice. Well, because Even as a person who, like, maybe I would buy it on the Steam store. Hey, it's $10 cheaper. That's really cool. And a lot more of the money goes towards the developer. That's really cool. But now that you've given that choice away from me, forcibly, I'm not going to buy it off that store because you just ruined my experience as far as that. On top of my other problems with the game store.
4: I I think it's a good plan for the sake of... And I say if. They are trying to become a, a new thing. Like obviously, that's their in like their end goal to become the new steam or whatever. Like the, the their business, that's what they're gonna aim for. Um, it it's definitely good to get a new popular AAA title as your own exclusive at least for a little bit. Like that's a very good marketing thing or thing because like if people are gonna want to play it, they're going to like they're gonna bitch about it now. But when it comes out, I guarantee they'll buy it. Like uh, like if they aren't gonna play on console. Another so, thing, too, is yep, I I don't think that, like, the way the internet is freaking out about it is a little excessive. It's a little much, because, like, they're review bombing the old games and, like, the, the new game Steam pages and shit like that, and they're just pissing off the developers, and it's kind of pissing me off. It's it's stupid as hell. They don't need to go to that, that shit that they think they should be, like, that this general mass of people should feel that they're entitled to have this game on Steam just because it's the biggest platform out there and it's the biggest most used platform y- you they aren't entitled to specifically that they don't deserve to have it there and I feel that a lot of people kind of have like well everything's on Steam it should be on Steam that's just how it's been like change happens and they're trying something new let it happen and if it fails it fails don't shit on it for or them for trying something like that
1: can you imagine okay, if Overwatch so... launched on Steam but that would have been a shit that would
3: have been a shit, that's shit. Already so working. So That's I want to I want to expand on some things that you said. So first of all, I agree. Review bombing terrible. If you do that, you're a waste of life. Mm-hmm. You're just a freaking baby. Deal with it. Yeah, I'm gonna deal with it. I have to wait until it comes out on Steam. But it's I strongly disagree. It is not a good marketing tactic. The reason being because it's very anti-consumer, and when you're anti-consumer. You're gonna get less sales. How? Sure, people are gonna buy it. It's still gonna be it's still gonna be a great buy, but people get are pissed me off. Into the
4: anti-consumer thing a little bit. I know I, you might already have it. I might be asking you to repeat yourself, which a,
3: a little bit, but that's all right. It's it's anti-consumer because you take away consumer choice. You need Fair. to entice consumers towards you. You need to freaking seduce consumers per se into your store. You can't do that by completely eliminating the other store for six months, because that just turns people off because you get rid of their choice. You give them a choice, but you make steam look bad by doing it. You say, Hey, we have this, we have this. That's so great. Even if it was like DLC, like an exclusive DLC mission, big deal cool, that'd be great. I would buy it on Epic's Game Store if that was the case, but don't make the game exclusive for your store for six months just because you think it's going to end up well, because it obviously hasn't.
4: Well, I mean, there's also the sake of... I... It is a good marketing strategy, on my opinion. I'm not trying to, like, like, this is good back and forth, but um, because again, I'm trying to think of how I want to say it. Like, Six months is a little excessive, but if someone really, really wants to play the game, they're not going to wait six months. They'll wait a month thinking, like, I'll wait six months or whatever, but then eventually, okay, whatever, I'll buy it.
3: But that's not the important thing. I get that they're they're taking away choice, but... The people who really, really want to play the game aren't the important people because no matter what, they're buying it. They're buying all the DLC, they're buying the unlimited version, they're going to buy all the microtransactions in it. Those aren't the people that you need to market to. Yeah. Let the game itself market to those people. You need to market to the casual people, to the people who are like, uh I'm not sure, maybe I'll get it, maybe I won't. You need to market to the people who aren't for sure gonna buy it. I think those you, are the if... people who are willing to wait six months, like Parker Creech, to get the game.
2: Yeah. I, I also think that... that's probably the majority of people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If, if you
4: are casual and you are indifferent on buying it, then I don't think like if you're like if you're just gonna buy the game because like I want to try it and see if, like try this game out or whatever, um, I don't think it should matter what platform it's on or what.
3: A hundred percent does because Epic's game Epic platform is terrible. Well, let them I use can this listen.
4: game and the money that
3: they'll get from it can...
4: to improve their stuff. They own
3: Fortnite. Old...
4: I mean, they have the money to do it. How are they the going to Fortnite Fortnite? They gonna use Fortnite? One super popular game. To improve like their UI, they have the money to do it. I mean, it's I guess money was the wrong thing to say. I mean, I, I was trying to go into like bringing a new audience of people, and bringing a new like uh, community that can give them feedback on their UI. That's not just people who are playing Fortnite. Like, well,
3: Fortnite, there's plenty of other games like that on the Epic Game Store, and they're getting the feedback
1: for it. They just don't listen they to don't consumers. Have any
4: other real big AAA titles, though? on
3: um,
1: in- Tournament. Yeah,
3: I guess uh, Unreal Engine. I forget about that. If you, if you're trying to bring in the the point of, they don't know what the consumer wants. The consumer's telling them. I can list by you review bombing. So not even review bombing. Let, not even don't even talk about the games. The platform itself. People are telling them, hey, this is what's wrong with the platform. This is why I'm not using the platform. If you fix this, and maybe cover up some of this like really bad PR that you're giving yourself the Epic Game Store would be awesome and it would be a legitimate legitimate Steam competitor but there's so much wrong with it I can list that stuff off if you would like
4: um I don't I don't know uh I guess
3: okay it's terribly secure first of all their servers are terrible easy to hack yeah, I will
4: agree I've been hacked on Fortnite
3: uh-huh. Awful customer <laughs> I service.
4: my account. Uh, his name was Lance. He's from Italy.
3: Awful customer service.
4: Uh, I emailed them about it, and they did not respond.
3: Did you know that you I've can't play now. games offline on the Epic's Game Store?
4: Can't do it on There's... Steam either.
3: Yeah, you can. I, I do
2: it all the time. I,
4: I've never been able to do it. Uh, you can
2: do it on Steam. When, when my
4: internet goes out, I always try off. and launch Steam, and it will. Just you say... have
2: to make it a thing. Bef- you have to make. You have to set the setting that you can go offline before oh. you can lose internet. Or... Mm-hmm. But you can do it. Okay. There's also no social features like chat. There's... How do you
3: have a? How do you have an online like platform without a chat? There's no controller support. Most... There's no achievements, which is less less important necessarily, but, I mean, to a lot of people it's pretty important. There's no it's... cloud saves. Um. Okay, two things there. One, the chat
4: thing, if we're being honest, like, yes, it's kind of nice, but most people use, like, disk stuff. Like, most people are already going to be in touch. I, I get where you're coming from. Like, if you add someone on it, then there's no way to talk like that, and that makes a lot of sense, and they definitely need to add that.
2: A
3: lot of people but, use but still native not, stuff as well. Even if that's
2: true, well. there's still not any reason not to have it. it can't yeah, I, 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 need to have I, do, it. I
4: do not understand why they want to have it at this point.
2: Um, Discord is
3: probably... This is a very rough estimate. I could 100% be wrong, but Discord, I would assume, would be around 50% of people overall. So that's mm. another 50% that use the native chat.
0: I think it's yeah. probably less than that honestly. If people yeah. have the opportunity it to use native chat and it's reliable, they're going to use native chat. They're not going to go to a third-party system. Exactly.
3: And Steam native chat is very reliable. Yeah. So yeah. is you play.
0: Yeah.
3: Um but again, no cloud saves. Uh right. that's kind of big. Like real, really big. Real yeah. quick,
0: sorry to interrupt, Cutter. I want No, nope, you
3: your phone real
0: quick. Okay.
4: Um one go thing ahead. Uh, well, another thing is to the whole controller support thing. Um, I don't think they necessarily think so. need that because like <laughs> PCs and stuff are, have built-in like Xbox One controller drivers, um, PS4 drivers. Because like
3: I, I have definitely no, played Fortnite and
4: have... I, I just plug in a controller and it's Fortnite
3: work. Fortnite, it works, sure, because they use a little bit modified of also, launcher shouldn't be using but a like you anyway, c- personal opinion um that's a very personal opinion yeah. a lot of people on pc use controllers
4: uh a lot go back people. to a couple weeks ago when razer released a keyboard and mouse set combo that is specifically a console keyboard and mouse like advertised as keyboard and mouse to plug into an xbox and play with yeah. keyboard and mouse why isn't that a already of, a, a lot of people use both keyboard and mouse is I'm not, I'm, that's gotta already be. A like, I, I get that's a personal opinion, yes, but like, there's so many more buttons, there's so many more things you can do, and there's such you like can't a be high... biased
3: about that though. A lot uh, of people use controllers. Yeah, I get
4: that, but there's there's like a higher like skill cap with keyboard and mouse and stuff. And
3: I would agree, but it doesn't change the statistics that a lot of people use yeah, controllers. Yeah, I get that. Uh,
4: that I, that was just me kind of boasting personal opinions for a, a second
3: there. So good. Um, also, no no user reviews. How oh. do you have a game store with no user reviews? Okay,
4: that's fucked. I will agree with that. Yeah.
3: There's no Linux support, which I don't really care about, but I understand a lot of people care about. People
4: actually use Linux?
3: Yeah. yeah. To play Linux? P- yeah. To play games? Yeah. Huh. All the time. So, just all of that, plus the terrible PR support Makes me want to have nothing to do with the Epic Game Store.
4: Mm-hmm. That's fair. And
3: I'm just going to get Borderlands 3 on the Xbox One. I'll play it. I'll have a just absolute blast on it. And when it comes out on the Steam, the Steams, if any of you guys get it, I'll probably get it. Yeah. But screw Epic. Yeah. All right. Final thoughts for but but to wrap it up. hold on to be to end on a positive note. What are some ways that Epic's Game Store can change it? Because I don't want us to just bash them. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
3: we can't just say a problem and then to not have a Definitely solution. Definitely
4: add that review and chat function. Those are two big issues. Add
3: review, add chat, add cloud save, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, offline would be a l- pretty nice. Uh, I mean, it's not necessarily needed, per se, but it'd be very, very nice. Cool. Um. Also, add refunds. Yeah, Steam added that, and that was one of the best PR moves that they could have made.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It's just a great feature, and it's extremely consumer friendly. Yeah. I think that's just the biggest thing that Epic needs to work on, working for the consumer.
4: I, I, I while we're turning on pause up, I will say, Epic Store is really, it's it's a it's like it's a little baby. It's been out for, I don't even think a year yet.
1: It's it's new,
3: but I think a lot of this stuff is pretty basic. Mm -hmm. And if you're going, I would excuse that if they weren't so gun hose towards Steam, because they're really trying to be the like Steam replacement.
0: Yeah, it's not going to work. Steam's not going. It's not going to work. Steam is not going away. No, there's no no way. But it could. it could potentially,
3: like, poke steam a little bit, and then maybe we get Half-Life 3.
0: That's yeah, also dude. not happening. <laughs> of... man, I'm trying to be hopeful, and... oh, I, man. I mean, I will... Would... Well, huh? So, I think that, honestly, what they should do, instead of, like, trying to make another game, which has, like, it immediately creates, like, much higher community expectations... Just remaster Half-Life do... 2. No... W- well, yes. What they should do is remaster Half Life Two and both of the, yeah. uh, like the Half Life Half Life Two episodes, episodes, and then release a Half Life Two episode three, so that we at least get a conclusion to this arc.
1: Yeah, I agree with
4: that. I've never played any Half Life, so I can't. They,
3: um, I'm very excited. I need to play it.
4: for I um, love
1: sure. Half Life.
4: Left for cool. I have to fact check this, and I'm working on it. But Left for Dead Three had images re- leaked or something.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Shots. I saw that.
4: So like, they're they're still making games, so I guess I won't fact-check it if you guys all saw it. But... Well, yeah, they've
1: been working um, on Artifact for three years now.
0: I mean, honestly, yeah. I think Valve is making a lot more money with Steam than they are with creating their own games. Yeah, so they don't have pop- to I mean, do by any means. I think it would think- be a very poor market decision for them to stop focusing as much on Steam in order to focus on creating another game at this point.
3: It's different teams. It wouldn't really affect Steam whatsoever.
0: I think... What was I gonna say? I think (laughs) the
1: people who don't like the way Valve is running their business are the, dare I say, old heads, quote unquote. Yeah, like they just want Valve to develop games instead of selling people's games to running a business. You know, that's
2: that's That's what I'm saying.
1: So it's just, you know, it's a different way of thinking.
0: Valve has, I mean. You can ask me about a lot of businesses, but oh, Valve in particular has a lot timing. of business. I I'm kinda like, podcasting right now. Business practices oh, yeah. at mm-hmm. Like Gabe Newell is not a good person at all. No. Speaking of not good people, Very shady. There, fuck real Larson. She's a bitch. Who is she? Larson?
1: She by plays by the way, he's the language.
4: plays Captain oh Marvel. My God. She's an asshole. I hate yes,
1: her.
2: I- Oh yeah, definitely.
4: Oh my God, she's awful.
1: But did did you see the Infinity Gauntlet thing she wore to the premiere?
4: Like that was that was cool. super cool. Yeah, I mean, Scarlet Johansson didn't have the same thing on.
0: I mean, Brie yeah, Larson but... is also very like she's a huge advocate for like sexual assault and gender equality. Yeah, that's cool. But like,
4: she's also racist and a big punt. So what
0: what has she said my god uh, I yeah, will send you some,
4: some stuff or like okay, yeah, what, I'm sorry. What, is, what
0: has she what has she said that could be construed as racist? Race.
4: Um also big you claim some, some videos and stuff after this. Uh my roommate and I like we've been constantly like he'll send me like a, a video or an image or something like she said this, she said this, and last night for like forty five minutes to an hour we were talking about in game and specifically her and watching videos and reviews of her of like or like, she said something about, like, uh, when she was going on, uh, what is it called? Uh, paparazzi, whatever that shit's. Sorry, language, I'm cussing a lot. Stop I, swearing. I, I'm sorry. Uh, no. On, like, paparazzi, uh, on Media Tour, there we go. Or Captain Marvel, she said something along the lines of, uh, she wanted more diversity in her, uh, team. But she said it in a way that she thinks white people should be fired because they're white and be, we should instead hire people of color and well, fire these people because they're white as opposed to, like, which is, is straight okay. up this, like, discrimination type stuff.
0: So are you talking about – she did an interview with, like, Marie Claire or something like that, and she talked about, like, film critics and journalists being overwhelmingly white male. Is that what you're talking about? No.
4: She explicitly said, like – th- because like, something... I, I have
0: never heard of what you're talking about. It mm-hmm. was yeah. There... Even what you said, Miller. I think is, uh... Well, here's it, the it, thing about it. I I mean I do agree that what she said is sensitive, but I don't think that it's out of line because sensitive things need to be said in order for progress to be made. Yeah. I don't think what it really said, matters, though. What, what she it? said about that, because the reason that so many critics had a problem with... Like, Captain Marvel is not my favorite movie of all time. I'm going to be the first to come out and say it. Captain Marvel But the stuff. reason that a lot of critics I'm be the first have to been very critical it. of movies which, admittedly, were not that good. The reason that critics have been very critical of movies like the new Ghostbusters movie, Captain Marvel, movies which feature minorities in, like, lead roles... I think that has something to do with the deep-seated racism, sexism, homophobia, and yeah. like being less inclusive. So I don't think that what she said is completely out of line. I strongly you know I mean? I'm to disagree, disagree
2: with, with that um, one. Actually, that's I reaching. I, I I didn't
4: catch what you said the last part, so I kind of. What is the? I, don't, I like... don't
3: really believe in deep-seated racism. I think. It's... Are you serious? I very much think that.
0: Look at the United States, dude. Yeah. Literally look at it.
3: Yeah. Are you kidding me? I don't believe in systematic racism whatsoever. Wow. I believe in racism for
0: sure. People are racist. 100%. You don't believe in systematic racism? No. Like black people are more likely to be arrested for the same crimes? That's not true. That's completely true.
2: Uh, it's, it's completely true. I don't think so, actually. It's well, literally like, true. Well, okay.
0: Um. Well... There are black people in prison for crimes that white people are not in prison for? Yes. Like, there, there are white people in crimes that black people
3: are not in prison in for in
0: Colorado for drug charges for drugs that are now legal in Colorado.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there are white people too and I think they need to be yes, released. Yes,
0: but a lot of the people in prison are overwhelmingly black. I'm a step out of this. That's no to be okay, fair. That also
2: happens to do with where they live. Yes.
3: Yes. That is also a huge factor. There are, I will, I will 100% give you the ground that there are a lot of black people in bad neighborhoods, and that's, like, majority black people. There's a lot of white people in hood areas, too, though.
0: We can also talk about police brutality and a lot of the things stemming around. I
3: have a lot of friends in the police force, and I don't necessarily, I think there's bad apples, but I think the large majority aren't.
0: There are, okay, we're getting, sorry, we are getting into a topic which I feel too passionately about. We're getting into very sensitive topics. I don't even remember how we we got here. I really enjoy 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 talking about that, but I don't, I think that we're getting into a topic which I'm getting too passionate about, and I feel that me discussing it further in this manner on this podcast will damage my friendship with some of you, so I will talking and we i if we're that's okay yeah that's, that's fair uh
4: if we are going to discuss that further we should have a specific podcast where we do specifically that and we talk about things and like we discuss and we do it in a manner that where we aren't going to insult offend or like at the end of the day like this is just talking about opinions and if things get too much like too sensitive to other people like to again like you used to say like i don't want to ruin friendships with people we need to make that clear and like do it our own thing with that so i think we should step away from that
3: back to me i very much agree i very much agree
4: no. how this started um
3: if you hold fine. on before we before we get back into that just to like step away from all of this just to say i very much value the conversations that we will have in the future about this i think that's fine I think that's great. Parker and I, we disagree on a lot of stuff. Parker, Creech and I, Mm -hmm. and, but we talk about like this deeper type stuff all the time. Like he's very much strong atheist, not really a religious guy whatsoever. I am much more of a religious guy myself. He's much more left leaning. I'm more center, right leaning. It's, we, we very much have opposing views, but we like talk about it. And at the end of the night, we're totally like, just, all right, I respect your views. I'm very much interested in, your thoughts type stuff yeah so i'm i'm very interested to get and in that later on in the podcast
4: approach like a have a specific podcast that is like an hour or so of us talking specifically that with that mindset that like at the end of the day i i really just want to hear your opinions and discuss this and like here are my opinions and like yes argue a little bit but argue in a constructive and like encouraging way not straight
3: sense. up you're wrong type yeah. stuff mm-hmm. but
4: which we're, I feel like us as a group, once we get into argument type stuff, m- maybe me excluded, I kind of get into the whole "you're wrong" thing a little. Like I'll I'll go, no, you're wrong. I kind of have a tendency to do that. That I'm trying to work on. But generally as a group, when we're talking about stuff, we don't. That yeah, and that's good. But okay, I'd like to step away from all that stuff because I don't want to get, too, get too deep into it. So,
3: uh, like, do you want to go back to video games? <laughs> uh, Xbox
1: One S discless console, bro. Thoughts? What's up with that?
3: Uh I think that, it's a waste bro. of money. I think it's
1: super cool but it needs to be cheaper. I think it's just I it's think it's 250. S- Are you kidding? I think they're sh- I think they're trying to streamline PCs kind of. Yeah, I do too. You know what I mean? What they're actually, trying to channel that player base. Um even though is- PC players use discs. So, also. uh
4: Xbox recently did a huge marketing thing for them what like what I feel like is a was a very good decision uh with the whole discless thing is and they released this thing called xbox game pass so they've had game pass before but game pass ultimate which is now for 15 dollars a month or 14.99 uh you get game pass which is like all their games that they have in there a lot of which are compatible like cross compatible pc like sea of thieves and stuff like that so you get game pass and you get your xbox live gold membership included with that so you're paying for everything that you're normally paying for for a lot cheaper and I feel like releasing that now and then throwing in a discless console later really pulls that all together into a streamlining a discless PC-based world or like
3: a like gaming much world
4: great. where like everything is included because like I think Game Pass is like, like Fortnite, one of the great things that come out of Fortnite is it has more so streamlined cross-play between consoles mm-hmm. except for Sony being uh, like a butthead about not wanting to cross-play with Xbox. But um, even though Microsoft is completely open to it, that's a whole other thing. But I think with Game Pass and, like, Sea of Thieves and stuff and that opening up uh, to, like, more games in the future being able to do it, I think that is wonderful. And it's amazing that people from, like, I I can get on and play Sea of Thieves or Fortnite with my 10-year-old cousin who loves playing, playing those kinds of games and stuff like that. And he's on Xbox and I'm on PC. I think... Uh, that should I have been done a you. very long time ago. I like, think another,
1: another awesome. cool thing with that cross-play is mobile. How you can play
4: yeah, Like, PUBG um,
1: Mobile. You can play Fortnite on mobile. And play with people on PC, Xbox. That's mm-hmm. also
3: neat. So, I have Game Pass. I think it's phenomenal. I think the game selection is pretty good. It is. Honestly, it's really yeah. good. Um, I think it's... Plus, just the fact that you get all of the exclu- Xbox-exclusive games from now on comes out on it Mm -hmm. like crackdown three as bad as it was came on it day one it's kind of fantastic i have xbox live i i think of the consoles xbox live is by far the best
2: Mm
3: -hmm. um not saying psn's terrible but it's not as good i don't think Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of rumors um of two things there's a lot of rumors that they're going to have the subscription service to where you actually rent an Xbox and you get Game Pass and Gold for a monthly fee like 45 bucks you get Gold uh Xbox Game Pass and an Xbox One X Huh interesting 45 bucks a month that's not bad No it's not My god did you fall
1: Uh almost
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> It's really it's that's not bad Also there's rumors um which Especially with Cuphead coming out on the Switch, it's kind of leaning towards. Xbox and Switch have been, had this just beautiful love affair the past year. And there's a lot of rumors sh- pointing towards Game Pass coming to the Switch. That would actually be really neat.
2: Yeah.
0: Big boy be.
3: excited. <sighs> yeah. Shut up, yeah, Miller. That makes me <laughs> snore. Shut up.
0: <laughs> no one
3: cares. <laughs> I'm excited. That's all that
2: matters. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. I never beat right. Cuphead. Right. Shut close up, the end Connor. We got close to the end of the game, but I never Look,
4: like I want to say I didn't... Uh, and all I'm calling back to a, an old topic again, you know, like I did with Minecraft earlier on. I want to go back to my Brie Larson thing, and I want to approach it again with a less... more calm. I, I, like, I kind of worked up to it, and I want to kind of like... I didn't feel like I got in everything I wanted to. Back forget. to politics. Uh, no, no, no. no. I want to quickly like... Hell close, yeah. Close things. And I don't want to go political with it, I just want to say um, in my opinion I recommend you look into it on your own if you're like a Marvel person. I or have. anything. I, I'm a big Marvel person and look into Brie Larson in interviews and stuff and like uh, other things. She's not the best person and she really throws off the the chemistry that the cast has had up until now with each other like Robert Downey Jr. is amazing Chris Hemsworth is a funny guy all this stuff, Mark Wolf, well, all these people and she really throws all that off with her
3: intent. I saw some of that stuff before Marvel Captain Marvel came out mm-hmm. and you know what I didn't care because I loved Captain Marvel yeah I thought it was like, great
4: the movie I, it was okay it, I, I don't want I'm not hating it because it was like a, nope, that's a, a that's woman-led lead film or whatever Like I just don't think it was the greatest film
3: yo if you want a fantastic all-woman lead role movie Annihilation there's a black girl, there's a lesbian, they're all women. It's fin- it's amazing. If and yet, want, it didn't really get the praise for that.
4: If you want a fantastic yeah. woman lead film, Wonder Woman. So, Wonder, Wonder, Wonder Woman.
1: I've heard that's amazing. Neither of those are movies right. had Samuel L. Jackson going, <laughs> Oh yeah, I saw you win a movie. Yeah,
0: that was good.
3: Well,
0: See, I was going to say something about Captain
4: Marvel know. had its... Had its moment, definitely for sure. Like it had some good stuff, but like overall, I don't think it, it, it wasn't the best film in the Marvel. No,
0: I don't think it was not. the best
3: Marvel, well, but yeah. I think it was okay. really good. I would get down with the Iron Man three. With, like,
0: what you were talking about with like Brie Larson not being a good person and her throwing off the chemistry of the cast, and this is getting into an area which I've discussed with some of you recently. Me. but honestly, no rich person is a good person. That's none of my business. Um,
4: that's the political side. Most rich well,
0: people are not good people, in my opinion. That, you that's I, You I'll, could probably yeah, make that. Let's a lot, put pay better. that one. Let's, let's put that, you make let's that, let's that one. one. You can make let's that take second that argument that and stick that
3: in our pockets. I say something? May I am... say something? May I say something? you Let me finish my sentence.
2: We're yelling. cutters to speak. Now we're just like talking about each May I say one word? Yes. Oh, my God. Goddamn. But what did I you was, say, Devin? I, I didn't hear what you said. Oh, I said you could easy, you could make that second argument much easier than the first one. Yeah, I'm going to
3: take the stance De- that Miller took the stance De- for De- the previous De- topic. De- this is something that I am extremely passionate about, and I don't want to get into the realm of pissing you guys off mm-hmm. and making some bad things happen. It's okay. We happen. Can, oh,
0: it's, oh, it's okay. I can tell you why ca- why capitalism is bad in another podcast. <sighs> yes, let's do that. Um another another another. Dude, turn. episode three another is gonna turn. be spicy. <laughs> oh god, I don't want oh, that boy. for
1: episode three. This yeah. is
3: way too hardcore for um some but yeah. episode three. My god.
4: Wrapping that up, Brie Larson, do your own research and look into it real quick. Um well, there's a good interview uh with her, look it up. It, it's her, uh Chris Hemsworth and uh Don Cheadle and in it she like Hawks down to them kind of stuff. She says something along the lines of uh she thinks it's great that she can set the line for and like start opening up email lead roles like she did that all by herself in like Wonder Woman or Ghostbusters or any of those movies. Well I mean before. I I think
0: I think it's pretty evident that well I mean, not necessarily, but I think that there is a large because in a lot of the cases in Marvel movies, not in every case, I'm not gonna say mm-hmm. that it's been in every case, um, Female lead roles, like Gamora from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and other female leads, haven't been the leads. She they, wasn't. She said they it hasn't been sense the main characters. And not... I think that Captain Marvel is has been like one of the films, especially one of the most widely promoted films that mm-hmm. helped to kind of put a female in the lead role and give people something that they can look up to.
4: Yeah, and it, it's good for Marvel, but she said it in a sense of. All media, all movies in general, like she set the precedent for that, like for future. That's movies, definitely movies.
2: not true. Yeah, not, she said not it like that. But her yeah. saying that, if she said that, that's.
4: I want to move away from it. this. It was my little thing. I was just worked out from it. I would I'm, agree you know, that Marvel, agree. Doesn't,
2: Marvel does definitely doesn't have very many lead women characters, but I would well, attribute. I would attribute that to um, that's just how the characters were made
0: yeah, yeah a, a lot 50 of the, time, ago, lot of the times comic books have been um like they were especially uh like more male oriented and looking at a lot of the um like especially a lot of the old style uh mm-hmm. costumes for women they were oh, highly over yeah. sexualized've yeah. seen and still yeah, well, especially
2: seen... because ba- especially back then they would probably especially more likely have been Targeted towards male audiences. Have you yeah, guys? I was gonna say that's just marketing. Yeah.
1: Have you guys seen the old Spider Woman costume at all? Like the early Spider Man uh,
0: marketing. Yeah. Marketing should not play on over sexualization. You can actually see, uh, like personally, I think over sexualization the... is
3: stupid. Okay, so I don't think I would agree with you, Miller. But it's just, I just hit my microphone. Apologize for that. <laughs> I agree. I don't. I think over sexualizing women in marketing is a bad marketing tactic. Unless and I think that's it's just porn. Net. And that's just naturally. Unless it's okay, porn. Man. Whatever, fine. But
0: Jesus. It's just the way of the days <laughs> back then.
1: Yeah, yes, I think I I mean, it
0: reflects its time. And it You're definitely trying to to that, but that needs to be acknowledged. Mm. I agree. I agree with that.
1: You're trying yeah. to adapt something that was made in a time when women didn't really have rights yeah. and adapt mm-hmm. it into the twenty first century. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yes. You know? So now instead of over sexualizing women, we just show, hey, women are badasses. I mean instead just of,
0: take... of over sexualizing women, we're under sexualizing them. <laughs> <laughs> all of every woman from now onwards a parka. Every everyone. <laughs> every single woman. <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. oh
3: man.
1: <laughs> That's uh, all I get.
3: <laughs> like just, just think about the fact. Captain Marvels isn't isn't Captain Marvel supposed to be like the most powerful being in the Marvel Universe? No.
4: No. I,
1: I think Galactic, no. technically. No.
4: They, they don't ego. do the main heroes we have now as much justice as they should. Like, Iron Man's a lot stronger than he is in the... Uh, or he's a lot stronger in the comics than he is in the movie. So is Thor. Like, Thor's getting of, there. Of
3: course. Thor is... Oh. Yeah, also yeah to a sense it.
1: of realism Shh, where... They, don't talk over each other. You know, Iron they're Man's this normal... Going. Where Iron Man's this normal guy who has been mm-hmm. thrust into a life of...
4: Superheroes, you know. He what I mean? He thrusts himself the in there. Let's
1: be honest. He yeah.
0: literally chose the life. He yeah. wouldn't act like he was thrust into it. Okay, I'm about to leave the call now. I am Iron Man. You know what? Go leave the call. But <laughs> but going on going on what we were talking about earlier, where like Brie Larson set the stage for like strong female leads, like that's not true. But that's very much not true. Well, I do think that it was very important to have her, like cuz this was the first female led Marvel movie i Marvel like at least in a very long time if not the first one ever and it, it was like it was hugely successful even despite some negative critical reviews yeah which which i agree in that case that was a very influential thing especially for sorry hold on it was a very influential critical thing point. to have her in that position because that's obviously the most visible like it might not have been the first but Mm -hmm. it's the most visible uh, like of that sort of
4: all I'm trying to say is that yes that's good for like to do that with a Marvel movie they just should have gotten a nicer person to do it I
3: I would agree with that I think she's a great actress but she's super social justice warrior which Mm -hmm. I'm naturally like that's a buzzword
4: I, oh, well, it's, it's I true. think when you're looking at, like, better stuff, uh, like or, like, better examples of, like, setting the line for women in film and, like, or, like, women superhero stuff, look at uh, Wonder
3: Woman.
4: What Wonder Woman was an amazing movie with an amazing actress. Gal Gadot's funny. She's awesome.
0: Yeah, um, but it was a DC movie.
4: The movie's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was... It is probably one of the best DC movies out there, though Shazam was really good. Though. You
0: can't use the words "good" and "DC movie" in the same
4: sentence. <laughs> uh, yeah. They're getting quite
0: opinion. Better. Oh, I they're thought uh,
1: better.
4: Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and most
0: like, honestly, really most crazy. DC movies are too dark.
1: Not like content-wise, like, actual color
0: that. I can't see
3: them. them. (laughs) Uh stop talking. That's
0: why why I did not like Batman vs. Superman, because half the time I could not tell what was going on, because I couldn't see the screen. It was also just bad. It was
2: absolute trash. Maybe it was
4: bad. I wouldn't know, because I couldn't see it. It was bad. (laughs) While we're on superhero movies real quick, I want to just say, end of the Spider-Verse, best movie ever. Best Marvel movie, best superhero movie, best I, movie I, in general. I, I do watch think so I good. do
0: think that it was a good idea to have like an alternate universe sort of Spider-Man, mm-hmm. like it's not really even good. just from the not even just from like the minority standpoint, which I agree was a good thing. But I think that it was good just to show off some of the alternate universe stuff, which mm-hmm. was
4: cool. It is it is one of the most true to comics, like superhero or like from comic book thing, like true to original source comic material. Made so far and it it is just a complete work of art and wonderful and one of the best.
0: it was it was pretty well animated i have not seen the movie, but I think it was a good idea
3: it is fantastic i didn't see it i'm not really a big animated guy personally so i i don't really care Me. about it and yeah i I'm mean not- it's cool that there's a minority as a lead sure i don't honestly i'm not really of the caring camp mm mm-hmm. Not of
0: the caring camp,
3: he says. <laughs> like I just, i don't care. I don't care who's the lead of a movie as long as they're good mm-hmm. and as long as it's accurate to the context. Yeah.
4: Uh, like another thing too is it sucks that like it, the, the movie did very well for itself. Um, it won an Oscar and stuff. It sucks that people are going, yeah, it's cool, it's Spider Man, it's Marvel, but I don't want to see it because it's animated.
0: Animated. Because and I th- there's also been a like this is not common. But there has also been the comment of, I don't want to see it because it's a black Spider-Man.
3: Yeah, I I get that. That's
0: not crazy common.
3: Again, I don't really, like Brie Larson, like, cool. She's very, very much an activist and she's a terrible person, but she's a good actress. If
0: what you're saying is true, I'm not entirely certain it is, but I'll have to check it out on my own. Then there are things that I like about Brie Larson, and there are things that I don't like about Brie Larson. Mm-hmm. It goes the same way with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. There are Who's things that I like about her, and there are things that I don't like about her. Who is that? Who is She's, she, like? she was the youngest ever congresswoman to ever be elected. She's okay. very
3: much a uh, communism activist, or socialism activist. Okay. I, I think I've seen an image of her like, in a news article. Yeah, I'm but, not a fan, but... That's okay. But That's my opinion. Back to I agree with
0: her um, on about half of her political statements. There's, back to
1: there's definitely a lot of things,
0: there are definitely a lot of things that she has said that I don't agree with at all. Like her stance, and I am going to be the first to say that I am a complete, like, very small government communist activist. So... It is extremely annoying when she says things like we need more gun control because more gun control and this is an area which kind of crosses I'm gonna go
4: into the other room mm-hmm. and you'll fuck politics. Go, 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 go back.
0: Yeah, go do that. This is an area where She's it actually serious. helps to cross party lines. Like obviously the right wing is very into guns, and then there's like some fuck people politics. on the there are then people on the left, especially in more <laughs> of the liberal circles. By the way, liberals and leftists are two different things. Uh, Agreed. So there are people in the liberal circles who are into um, more gun control and more um, accountability for guns. But a big argument against that is that taking away the rights to guns also takes away the rights of minorities to defend themselves in areas where police presence might not be as reliable. Which is yeah. one of the main reasons why I'm a gun activist. Honestly, I'm I a gun
3: activist that. for two reasons. One... It's f- super fun. I've been shooting ski and stuff like that since I was five. Like I was shooting twelve <laughs> gauge when I was five.
2: I Love it. Shot awesome before. stuff.
3: Uh, you you need to change that and come to my house. It's so fun. What are you doing tomorrow? Um, tomorrow I'm working, unfortunately. Yeah, but we'll definitely do it sometime. Right. But mm-hmm. also, like, just self preservation
0: of life. Yes. Like, and that's that's, m- that's like where I come from on it. Mm-hmm. That's
3: great for minorities. That's great for non-minorities. That's great for people protecting their stuff, protecting their family. That's awesome. That's why I like it so much. Like, it takes, a, it takes a policeman 20 minutes to get to my house, the nearest police station, whereas it takes me two minutes to get the gun out of a drawer. You maybe. Know I mean? Maybe. That's if Maybe. Really slow. That's, a, that's a big like, maybe. Probably definitely faster. But you know definitely
4: what I mean? Um, I want to say, like, chance that I gave uh
2: uh just cut out hard. Oh no.
1: Yeah.
4: Did his internet go out or something?
2: No, his discord doesn't
1: Oh uh, okay. He'll be back um,
4: then. Well I want to say real quick as far as politics go,
0: uh Get I
4: have head. I have a pretty negative attitude towards it. Uh for the sake of it, and, like uh I'm not a big politics guy. Uh for example, I wasn't going or my personal opinion is that i didn't i don't care enough to vote really and i, I don't really want to talk about it a lot because I, I get shit on for it i voted for congress or whatever it was last year whatever the the ele- election was uh because Creech said he'd buy me food if i went and voted so i i went and did <laughs> I that and i voted and i You're just dumb. i just voted all democrat because that's all i know i know democrat is the blue side and i, I like uh, I generally agree with a, a lot of their views more on that. So I just, cause I, I don't, I'm not educated enough about it. Like I haven't chosen. The, uh, enough.
1: Nathan has sent me what he was about to say and I will read it for him. If he is. Yeah, that's out. my
4: personal politics thing. I like to stay out of politics stuff because I'm uneducated and I, I don't like talking about it because I don't care. It's my personal opinion that one vote doesn't make much of a difference and everything is going to happen or like what's going to happen is going to happen if I vote or not.
2: That I mean, but that's the exact same mindset that causes hundreds of thousands of people not to end up Yeah, I, I do and get that. So that a difference.
4: widespread is, that thought is a problem, definitely. Because then you have suddenly, if a thousand people think that, that's a thousand votes as opposed to one vote, and that's a lot, lot more than just one or like 10,000 to 100,000. And that definitely, I, I agree that that is a problem.
3: So my thoughts on politics are, first, I have some pretty strong feelings on politics, but I, I don't like debating people whatsoever. I like to have a like very constructive conversation. I love talking to Parker Creech about it because yeah. we're both very respectful about each other's beliefs. I hate it when people just jump on you
0: mm-hmm. and
3: people throw down their beliefs and that's it. Mm-hmm. It has to be that. <laughs> I'm very much a fan of being open-minded about stuff that's why I don't really like talking about it very much, Mm -hmm. to be honest. Yeah. Probably because most people don't have the ability to do that. Most people don't have the ability to be open-minded. Most people don't have the ability to say, hey, this is my opinion. I could be wrong. Yeah. Like, for example, I'm pretty pro-capitalist. I could be wrong 100%. I'm open to other things. I'm open to discussing other things. But not if it's going to turn into, I'm right, you're wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, go ahead and list off what Cutter was going to say. What was back
1: saying. to the whole gun thing. What Miller was going to say before he lagged out was... Back to pulling... Like, you can pull a gun out of your drawer in less time than it takes the police to get to your home. Quote, any chance I get to not rely on the government is a chance I want to take. I would
3: agree. See, and that's something where I'm very curious to talk to Miller about. Because I am... I am very pro small government as well, but I don't lean towards the communist side of things like he does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, I would agree the the less well, I have, less I can depend on the government, the better. That's why I'm not a big fan of welfare. That's why I'm not a big fan of uh Obamacare, stuff like that.
2: I don't think he necessarily leans communist. I'm pretty sure he said before that he that's not exactly what he thinks. Is it's it a, no, that form. I like I Anarchy would be more what he yeah. leans, I would assume. Which I don't I... like. I don't like the idea of communism because it's uh, it's an equality of outcome uh, uh, thing as opposed to equality of opportunity. And if
3: I very much agree with what you just said, right there. If
2: you have equality of outcome, then nobody's free. If you have, being forced to do the same thing. If you have equality of outcome, it smushes. Um,
3: creativity and smushes it, people be innovating and in what makes the market so awesome that's right like that that's right but if you have equal equality of opportunity that is that's great I very much agree, agree with that like I don't think women should have less opportunity than men I don't think black people should have
2: less opportunity than white people but I mean Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it any, just... Nobody should have more opportunity than anybody else. It should everybody I agree. Optimally everybody agree. should have the same opportunity as everybody. Yeah. I agree. Um mm-hmm.
4: may I just say real quick, this this podcast has been a damn trip. We went from like talking about exclusive games to Minecraft for like a half it's hour. Been a, this it's is been a a roller
1: coaster, but it's been really it's good. This is that deeper right. thinking he wanted. Yeah. yeah, This is exactly I, what I wanted.
3: Definitely, I wanted us to go ham on some this stuff, is, and this has been this was good. Great. I have
1: some footnotes from Mueller. Those I'd are like to specific read specific
2: topics too. Yep. Go ahead. In regards so to wait.
1: him in these conversations, he said, "In regards to what Warren said, this is about voting. I think voter apathy, for the sake of voter apathy, is ridiculous. Not voting is the right choice, and there are many other ways to make your opinion heard that are vastly more effective. And not voting because you're uninformed is a huge reason not to." Vote. You should never feel bad if someone bashes your choice not to vote. Oh,
2: I yeah, thank you. I would. I would. Yeah, agree you that shouldn't. That I don't think you should. Vote you
3: shouldn't. You don't because know what you're doing. well, I would If like, you don't know what you're doing, I don't think you should vote.
4: I would join the call and say, "Hey, I don't want to vote," and I would say stuff like that, and then I would usually just get absolutely blown away, which is like hate and but shit. But by
1: in the defense but, of us saying that, oh, you can would you say it in a, like you voted for someone because you thought their last name was cool. That's how you, like, started it in the first part. I said that as a joke. That, that first one was... Right, like, and that's... You didn't... You didn't enter in with... I didn't no, vote, because I'm like, not informed. But, but, you entered in with that, and that's yeah. why you got bashed. Like. No, before, like before the whole, Zach. like...
4: Before I voted, like, I did actually, like... I joined the comments like... Because, like, Parker was asking me, like, Hey, are you going to vote for this stuff because you're old enough to vote or whatever? And, like... I, I'm pinning a lot of this on him, because he, he's really passionate about the whole anti-voting thing he has a completely different opinion than like he thinks everyone should vote and i could be wrong i'm speaking for his opinion
3: i'd Uh, say you're fairly right i would lean more towards him but i also think if you don't know what you're talking about mm -hmm. you shouldn't yeah that's put your your, shouldn't throw your ballot i
4: I just felt i don't know i i didn't i it happened a lot of times where i would join the call and get yelled at for not wanting to vote and uh thank you for saying that and finally being on my side with
3: it all and understanding I would I'd agree since you didn't know what you're doing I don't think you should necessarily feel like you should have to vote mm-hmm. I understand that like I'm just going to naturally go all democrat because that's all I know like I myself would naturally go all republican because I generally align my views more with them but I'm not necessarily republican yeah Um. but yeah I, that makes total sense I would I, Can you guys hear me
0: now Yep. Yes. Yep. Sweet. I think okay. it's now. I'd, I can say the things I was sending to Cutter, but it, this is all going to be retrospective stuff. So keep going. Um, I
3: I think the argument of I don't think it's gonna do anything is kind of weak sauce because just like I think Devin mentioned it, just like if no, maybe Warren did. Warren mentioned it. If a thousand people say that, that's a thousand less votes, and that's not yeah. just one less vote.
0: I get. Uh, pretty, I do understand. I'm the
2: one who brought that up, I believe. Yeah. I said 100,000, then he, he brought that. it down to 1,000.
0: What are people saying? We're talking, uh, we're talking
4: about. we about some older stuff.
0: Groupthink.
4: It's alright. That's about it. Just
0: yeah, for the
2: sake of We're talking about groupthink.
0: Well, but... in regards to the capitalism versus communism environment, um, I would not consider myself to be a quote unquote communist, and I I will explain okay. what I mean by that in a bit. Um, But. I think not in regards to it just fails, but I think that communism without, not communism, capitalism without some form of government is ineffective in that it immediately has the ability to crush small business owners, which is awful because people like monopolies especially can just swell completely unrestricted. And the the competition is literally not big enough to combat them. So there 's some form of government that 's required so that monopolies don 't get created mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that 's the reason that i don 't like capitalism is because it requires some form of government so you don 't want any government at all well um, and this would be better to talk about off the podcast because it 's a very extensive topic and it 's very there are a lot it 's a lot of speculation because um, the way I like to consider planning for a communist system. It's like if somebody blindfolded you and put noise-protective like noise headphones on and then put a pen and paper in front of you and asked you what you were going to draw. You don't know what you're going to draw until you know what you have to work with. So we can't plan for a communist system until a communist system has the ability to arise, which it doesn't yet, sadly, in my opinion. So I'll have to talk to you guys more about that later. But um, what Devin was talking about with, like people being forced to do things i think that also stems from people seeing examples of communists communist governments that the united states government wants you to see which are well, yeah. the soviet union uh cuba north korea vietnam um cambodia a few mm-hmm. other so like examples. i meant like failed
2: communism basically yeah
0: and those are literally and pe- like a lot of people will bash the defense of oh that's not true communism it's literally not true communism like it isn't that's they don't follow the same tenets as what was originally intended by Karl Marx and in a in a small communist system which i would advocate for with like very little government if any i hope there would be none uh no one would be required to work for any sorts of wages and people it would essentially be kind of barter but again it can't be planned until it has the chance to arise which would mean that people would actually be able to choose what they would want to do instead of trying to find a niche spot in a capitalist system where they can hope to work for some wages. And again, I think this would be better to talk about on, like, another podcast sometime. So, or just I talk would, about. I would one. agree. So from a scientist, because um, there's a lot of misconceptions, especially because. By agreeing,
3: like, I mean I would agree that we should do it on a different podcast. I, I, some of your thoughts I would agree with. Some of them I would disagree with
0: yeah and there's a lot of misconceptions around communism especially based on like how the cool systems have talked about it how everything communist or anarchist or libertarian is just terrible and you should learn to trust in your government and like just all of these things trying to make the united states seem a lot better than it is in situations where they actually were a lot of the time doing the wrong thing i think that's honestly clouded a lot of people's visions and it's made them less receptive towards communist ideals This is America. So you would, you would, you would lean more towards the anarchist side of things, correct? Well, it's what I would lean toward. What I would prefer, and um, if people in the audience know what this is, they're going to bash the shit out of me for this. Sorry for my language, but I would lean (laughs) if this would be possible, and in today's society, because of how people have started to align with their governments and cities and states more. I would lean towards an egoist system, and if you don't know what that is, you should go look it up, and there's some books you can read, and it's, there's a, it's a, it's a, pardon my language again, shit show. It's a shit show. Um, but, so if I could get that, then I would take that any day. But, since that's probably never going to happen, and something that would happen would be anarchist communism, which is, like, communism with literally no government like it was actually intended then that is what i would lean towards and there are several examples around the world of that sort of things working like there are communist governments like that in the united states today like very small scale and there's also a really notable one in france where these people set up like a a community that they could live in because they were protesting the building of this airport and the only reason that they have failed at all is because of police intervention. I would I would agree that
3: communism works pretty well.
0: Communism works well. If not in small very scale.
3: well in small scale. My concern Which is, is it,
0: that's what it was it, intended for. So intended yeah,
3: for yeah, I would very much agree with that, but how do we Go about using the positives of it in a large scale country like America when it could so easily and has so easily turned into something more totalitarianistic.
0: You want, okay, so I'm going to tell you this answer. You're not going to like this answer, but this is the answer. I don't think it's possible because communism is so, like, true communism is so anti state and anti government that having something in that large form would. Literally turn into exactly what we're talking about—one of the negative examples of communism. So it's either not possible or not feasible in a short-term situation. So I would very much agree with that. I personally,
3: just to like, just so you know where I'm coming from on like my belief system, I would consider myself a centrist, more right-leaning. I would be—I'm a small government enthusiast. I don't. I'm not necessarily an anarchist anywhere close to that. I would say, I see myself valuing some governmental stuff, but I'm also very much not left when it comes to government. Like, I don't like big government whatsoever. Yeah, that's why I don't. That's why I dislike stuff like my, gun control. That's honestly my where... views. Go ahead. My views on stuff like marriage, like however many years ago when the like Supreme Court gay marriage all that stuff. I don't care about that. I don't think the government should be involved in marriage whatsoever. I don't think the government should be involved in healthcare. I don't think it should be involved in a lot of stuff. But I think there's some value in it being involved in some stuff as well.
0: Yeah, and that's – like a lot of the time in – especially what you'll find is that like people on the right have a certain type of view, which is like – there there are a lot of stereotypes quote quote that they have and then people on the Mm -hmm. people on the left or the liberal side as we'll call it like people who support hillary clinton bernie sanders people like that they have views which are in reality very similar if you look at them like they don't like a lot of the things that they agree on are actually pretty similar like, they don't have a lot of areas where there's a lot of contention, but the left tends to, that version of the left tends to bring more like social issues, but they're also like awful. And I can tell you why liberals are awful, which, yeah. But then you get like the far left people, which are like the people like the anarchist communists and uh, like true anarchists, things like that. And honestly, there are a lot of areas where like they kind of quote betray the left in that they have views which are sort like liberals would view as sort of anti left, I guess you could say that. But mm-hmm. so like, there are a lot of scenarios where like right wing people will say things and I'll completely agree with them. Even though I consider myself to be like a decent leftist, like I'll agree with them for different reasons, obviously. And if they knew my reasons, then they probably wouldn't agree with me. But I mean, a lot of the time, mm-hmm. like I have views that are very left wing. I have views that are very right wing. That's legit. Yeah. yeah, and I think mm-hmm.
3: I think there's value in having views that align with both things. Like I I really don't like it when people are very. I am absolutely against everything that this side says. I think that's dumb, and I think that's yeah. super close-minded. I think there you're never ever going to find any middle ground and that means you're never ever going to find a solution.
0: Yeah and I think what's also ridiculous about that and this is not to be like pro-Trump or anything because there are a lot of things I could say about Trump that he's done wrong and there are a lot of things that I can say about Trump that he's done right um, but there are a lot of people who bash Trump for like his foreign policy stuff not in terms of immigration but in terms of like conflict and wars and things like that and like, they'll they'll hear about these drone strikes, and they'll be like, oh, Trump's bad, he's doing all these drone strikes, and he's killing all these innocent people. But then, those people did not say a word, and often celebrated Barack Obama when he did the same thing in a larger scale. And I think it's yep. ridiculous for people not to acknowledge that. Like, war is obviously awful, and... I like I think that both sides were terrible. Like Obama doing all of the drone strikes was awful. Trump doing all of the drone strikes were awful because drone striking civilians not really something that I'm that into. Hmm. But like people need to acknowledge that it's not a left versus right issue. It's a politician issue. Politicians do that shit. Excuse hmm. my language.
3: I agree. I agree. Hard cut. Let's wrap this up. Back
0: at the podcast.
3: Wrap this up. So um
4: that was a good, How about like, we end the
3: podcast like a
4: two hour one?
1: Uh, that was really I had some good. Stuff that I was. wanted to talk
4: about Epic Games, like clear back, like almost an hour ago. It feels like at this point, um, because it was like, an hour ago, literally. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah,
4: that was a good one.
1: This at twelve forty four, I was like, "Damn!" Or at eleven forty four, I was like, "Damn, this is a long." Yeah, one. and
4: then we kept. Yeah, up. I was, like, oh, I was like, "Hey, this is like a good link. Got, That'd be all right we if we quit really now." And now it's, heavy. Heavy. it's one. We got really politics heavy, which is fine. It, it's good. I think
1: that's I. I think getting politics heavy isn't a bad thing because no, we're definitely. all adults now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we can express our views differently than we could back when we were seventeen it's, and eighteen. Like I'm yeah, much more politically is, informed than what I was. It's yeah, definitely good that um, you guys. Miller said,
2: is older than Grant Hammond, so <laughs>
3: just
1: yeah. by the and way, I think
2: it, okay. <laughs> It's been a very, very.
3: Uh, it's been a very respectful conversation. Mm-hmm. I personally appreciate that. I think it's great.
2: Um, One thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can... I'm pissed now, Parker. We're gonna have a chat.
4: I want to
2: talk screw you
1: Lord. Oh <laughs> what <you> do
2: <laughs> you pissed about Devin <laughs> just Parker He's just, just me just his existence has pissed me off and now I'm really mad Bruh. well just remember I have a bed
3: oh okay that makes it a lot better <laughs> Yeah, okay. all right. We're
4: We're <laughs> I want to say that I think it's really great that you guys, as seniors in high school, and like, so I'm two years in Van Bro. I I'm literally in mm, Van Bro- <laughs> a, 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 a freshman in college. I'm the tech yeah, Did software. I say two years in high school? I'm two years in college. I don't know. Technical Whatever. Seeing you guys being active about that, it's really cool because I, I go to the University of Island and <laughs> we, uh, as a university. I, I I don't know if this is 100% true. Um I know it is true in Iowa. I'm not sure about the na- nation, but you and I has one of the highest college age younger voter turnout like either like on campus as far as either in the state or even in the nation. It's we're really good at that and I think it's amazing that you guys like I get that politics is a big thing to a lot of people and while it isn't necessary to me, I understand very much so importance of it, and that you guys at still at a decently young age, and like you're just becoming adults, and you're coming out into the world with like being able to look at it and have your very own... Like,
3: I'm so proud it's you part of like, you god!
4: Right. Awesome. Uh,
3: I think it's good. Awesome. Coming from a community well, cool.
4: that's very supportive of that.
3: Awesome. Well, honestly, I think that's a great spot to end the podcast. Yeah. It was a fantastic conversation, guys. That was awesome. It was going to be a long one, mm-hmm. but it was some really deep stuff, and
1: I... <laughs> That was long. Wow. If the content is so much better than it was last podcast, yeah, and I think that longer is better in this
2: case. Yeah. I very much agree. I'm happy we weren't playing games as yeah, well. in the background. Yeah. Oh, I was, was like, for a while, but I was, I was yeah, playing so, I was on push to time. talk, so I wasn't. Because I like to talk to myself while I'm playing to keep my sanity or, or whatever. I get that. One, so,
3: awesome. Well, guys, to... thank you. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, w- I want to adjust
4: <laughs> for the sake of, like, there were a couple hard cuts in there. Uh,
1: it, you, you oh yeah, I'll that take quick. care. Of that. Like, I imagine that's going to be a pain in the
3: ass. Just want to I'll take care line. of it. I'll take care. I'll take care of it. That was a hard cut right there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Don't talk about
1: the podcast. Well, well the podcast. I, no, I wanted
4: to say like I wanted to go in and and say like about the hard cuts. Like, say we're doing them because certain things were brought up that we didn't. we wanted to cut out quick because yeah. they got a, a little, oh, little too. Yeah, it, like there we was some. Explain. So, just so you, you there was some. Leave this in for the sake of There's some things
3: in the podcast that we I apologize for the hard cuts, as he said. There were some things in the podcast that we just can't talk about right now specifically. Maybe later. But hopefully later. It's there was it's just not something we can talk about. Yeah, it was and there were some also not good moments. Yeah, it was sort of an issue
0: where some of us were not informed. Some of us got a little bit too passionate about certain topics, and we would mm-hmm. rather not include those in, like, a podcast with a lighthearted atmosphere like this one. Yeah, and it, yep. it's better agreed, to just agreed. cut
4: those out and leave them there. And just, I just wanted to address that real quick here at the end. Or even if you want to, like— I
0: wasn't even going
3: to worry about it, but that's all like, right. If, if that's you, all you want to out, throw
4: this in the beginning know. or anything and just say, hey, these are in here. Yeah. be prepare for that, so if you hear a word audio cut or anything, that's what that is. Sorry about that, but yeah. Also, awesome.
0: real, 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 real quick before we end, this is a, gonna a This is going to be <laughs> uh, last, real,
4: real, real quick. This is last this real quick. is going to be. You guys
0: are. This is going to be a self plug. This is going to be a self plug. Plug myself. In fairness, he didn't get one the
1: first podcast because I'm was... going to
0: plug myself. <laughs> um, there's an outlet right there, bro. Real quick, first plug. Um, I, you guys, <laughs> never mind. I'm not gonna <laughs> tell you. My, I'm not gonna tell you my YouTube channel because I haven't uploaded anything in over a year. So freak of nature that's, 26. It's free. it's you should the freak of nature kid, 26. You should just it's upload the kid freak of nature 26, Secondly, oh um, I am exploring the possibility of forming a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, which is something that we talked about a little I'm, bit on stream, not very bad. much. Yeah. Um, we already have that going on.
3: Well,
1: I,
4: that's
3: already done. We
4: we tried to record it last time, but Miller and Devin kept fucking with the mic, and out of here. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I I tried
3: tried it. Right. Okay, can we end? Can we end it now? This is talk. Uh, Stop we, talking we over each other.
2: You, the our... Our little dealio here in our co- and listening in on our conversation. So make sure to hit the subscribe button and then the notification bell if you want to be sure you see more.
0: Yeah, and oh, then go subscribe to our YouTube channel.
2: Okay. Thanks for watching, you guys.
0: That was, was a great podcast. Booth time,
3: booth time. Excite. Oh, that oh, that little joke you <laughs> oh, I just want to end, okay? <laughs> I just did. Okay, Thanks for having cool. me on.
1: Thank- Bye. Bye. Oh see you guys. Bye. Thank you,
3: Miller, for having me on. Thank you yeah, for the watching the podcasts. Podcast. Check us out on Apple Podcasts. Check us out on Spotify. Check us out on SoundCloud. The oh, YouTubes. We got everything. Gang, Just gang. check us out. Hey, awesome. Appreciate you guys. Much love. Bye. Have a good Deuses. one. Hey, Peacees. Later. <coughs> um, podcast.
0: My diamond amount in Kid Chameleon right now is 69!